Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is Scriptwriter Steve. You reach my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is October 20th, 2021. It is currently 1.59 a.m. in the morning on a Wednesday. I should be sleeping, but you know the way it is. I'm a night hawk. I stay up late. I work late. I answer emails late. Well, I answer emails not late, but I work on them late, right? And uh, what else have I been doing today? Well, I kicked, uh, I kicked a few people out of my Hawaii wedding information group. Some bastards there who were posing as wedding couples who are actually working for competing wedding companies. Really bad wedding companies, by the way. And they had uh, infiltrated my wedding company for about, well, my wedding company forum for about a year. How do you like that? That is just incredible. You know, the businesses... <laughs> Businesses can be pretty tricky. You know, it's kind of cutthroat. You never expect it to happen in the wedding industry, but man, there is corruption everywhere. And this wedding company here, they actually, they, here's the funny thing. They're a destination wedding company. And this person there who was infiltrating my company, the only reason why I found out more about her, because she started posting, first of all, fake news regarding, um, I guess, our restrictions here in Hawaii. Uh, she had posted that, you know, uh, Wedding couples didn't need to be vaccinated to get married here in Hawaii with a wedding company. Um, that's actually 100% false. Uh, they have to be vaccinated, but I'm not following those rules. I think those rules are BS. So I'm kind of being a little renegade there. And uh, she posted this. And then on top of that, she also posted anti-tourism stuff saying that tourists should stay home. The governor had stayed home. And I, I remember her posting this a long time ago, and I, I had deleted deleted these. And, um, but apparently they had popped up again and I found out, whoa, wait a minute. She's popping. She's actually writing this right now. So I had to delete it again because, you know, it's totally false. Now here's the thing. She works for a destination wedding company. Why is she so anti-tourism? That I just find kind of ironic, right? Really, really ironic. Again, people do strange things. I mean, business, businesses, Oh, I don't know what is going on. What is I, it? Just it just puzzles me, right? I'm sure it puzzles you. So let's segue into corrupt businesses because I want to talk about what today's podcast is about, and it's about a multi-level marketing called ACN. Um, I was actually introduced to this uh, company just recently by a good friend of mine. And uh, I attended a Zoom meeting, um, I guess, uh, I, where they tried to pitch me to sign up for ACN. Now, I want to tell you all about my Zoom meeting. I'm going to keep the names secret, um, number one, because I, I think they deserve their, their um, anonymity. And, uh, but on top of that, I just really, uh, I just really feel I don't want to badmouth it too much to a point where, you know, that people who are trying to recruit for Zoom can't recruit for Zoom because it, you know, multi-level marketing does work for a handful of people, not everyone, uh, just a handful. All right, and 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 uh, full disclosure, uh, one of one of my friends, I want to really call them my friend. I would say one of the associates that I know. Um, he's a multimillionaire. He's worth a lot of money. Uh, he makes hundreds of thousands of dollars in residual income per month. Uh, he's one of the really top guys in Amway. And um, he, he does a lot of different multi-level marketing things, but he knows how to recruit. He knows how to sell. And um, he can do it really, really, really well. I can't. You know, the majority of people can't do it like him. 
So now, you know, if you can, all the power to you. If you can't, you know, <laughs> you should try making money the, I guess, the, the old-fashioned way. Hard work, investing, spending your money wisely, all those really good things. And it's really not that hard to do. And it's really not that bad to do either because, you know, working, I have to tell you, when our governor and our, I guess, our governor and our mayor shut the Hawaii wedding industry down, uh, I literally had nothing to do for a while. And I really missed doing weddings. I really missed working. And I remember standing on the beach there when we started to do a few more weddings uh, with uh, Reverend Elias Parker, who's, uh, who does all my weddings. And I said, man, I just really missed this. I really missed this, and I can't wait for it to start up again. And uh, we were, you know, for a short time, weddings had started up. Uh, when Ike came out and told tourists to stay home, they kind of listened. And you know what? My wedding inquiries slowed down to almost nothing. Now, since the governor has said, hey, you know what? Come on down. It looks as though we're going to be back in business. But the most ironic thing about that is that, you know, the governor never really issued a lockdown on tourism in Hawaii. They didn't. He just asked people to stay home for no reason because, you know, there, were, there really wasn't a super spreader event that was caused by any one tourist. Even those really crowded luau's uh, that I actually attended, there was no sp super spreader event there. Even though people didn't wear masks, they didn't, you know, social distance themselves from each other, um, it just didn't harm them. It didn't happen. It really didn't happen. Um, so that's, you know, it, it, it's just one of those things out there that just really irks me, like right there, what's, what's going on with COVID or industry, and then on top of that, you throw in, you know, <laughs> corrupt businesses, and here I am talking about more corrupt businesses. So now, I'm going to back the timeline up before, before I talk about ACN, I want to talk about my own experience with multi-level marketing. Um, I remember when I first got out of college, uh, I was a college dropout, I only went to one semester of college, so when I say I, I, you know, I got out of college, I'm talking when I dropped out of college, and I was looking for another way to make money, and um, I was late, up late night and uh, watching you know, those uh, late night TV commercials and um, I was telling myself, oh, maybe I do need a knife that can, you know, saw through a shoe. But then, then this multi-level marketing company, I forgot, I forgot what the name of it was called. Uh, they popped onto the, I guess, the, the, uh, the television. And uh, it was, uh, it was the, the show was hosted by a person who I kind of followed. His name was Kevin Trudeau. Um, and he looked kind of like that Justin Trudeau guy. Maybe they're related. But this guy, Kevin Trudeau, he had gone to prison before for fraud. Uh, but here he was pitching, um, uh, I guess, uh, uh, a multi-level marketing company, and there were, and he and he was he was a very good salesman. And I remember him pitching things before to me on late night, um, such as mega memory, how to read fast, how to how to comprehend things, uh, all all these really uh, cool things which I bought, which did, really didn't work. But then again, I just you know I kind of bought into this multi-level marketing thing, and I think they sold vitamins at that time. Now. Uh, I did more research into it, and I found out that, well, they had a chapter down here, and I, and I contacted the local chapter here and said I really wanted to sign up. And, well, I, I, once I learned more about it, I started to tell all of my friends about it. And my friends, uh, you know, I'm a really good salesperson. So, uh, you know, I, I told all of my friends, and I got around eight people already to, uh, to commit to me even before I even signed the papers to commit to um, this multi-level marketing program. So I had actually eight people under me. 
Now, here's what happened. So I took them all down to the one site, and uh, we signed up everyone, every, every person out there. And, they all, and the sign-up fee was $1,200. Now, most of these people were all my friends from high school, and they really trusted me. So I, I had... Um, I remember talking to one of my friends there, and uh, you know we were we were we had we had uh, all of our papers all signed, the, the credit card numbers were all ready to go, and we were all believing it. You know we were all so you know hook hook line and sinker. We were all sewed, and um, we paid one visit to the location that sold the vitamins, and it was in this one shop in Kalihi, which is like this you know really kind of rundown shop, and. Uh, that raised a lot of red flags with us, like tons and tons of red flags. So we went from being all in to all out. Now, here's the really other. Here's here's the other really big thing here. Uh, I discovered a lot about myself that day because, you know, again, I went from full in to full out, but my friends weren't fully out. Now, as we're riding back. Uh, I remember one of my friends he was in the back of my truck bed, and I, I could talk to him through the rear window. And I remember telling him, I said, you know what, do you really want to do this? I really didn't like what I saw in there. And he said, no, absolutely not, dude. I don't want to do this. I really don't want to do this. And um, I said, you know what, let's not do it. So we told everyone there, <laughs> we're not doing this. And we tore up every single contract um, that was, I think it was close to around $10,000 uh, worth of enrollment fees. And uh, the person who was going to sign me up, she would, be, she would get a hefty Hefty, hefty commission from that. Um, but And I would also get a hefty commission from signing up all of my friends. Um, but I, I, I said, you know, I was looking out. You know, when, when I went into this, I was, you know, part of it is that I wanted to profit. And secondly, though, the reason why I brought in my friends was because I wanted to, to look out for them, too. And I thought this would be a great opportunity for all of us. And uh, when I found out it wasn't a great opportunity... I exited stage right as fast as I could, and it took all of my friends with them. And uh, what did I learn about myself that day? Is that, you know, I'm willing to, to as, stubborn as, I, as stubborn as I can sound and as stubborn as I sometimes am, I can actually reverse course on my decision if I feel something does not fit. And I've done that more than once in my life, you know. When it comes to screenwriting, I've written, I've written scenes that took me maybe about a week, sometimes even about a month to write. And then I've realized that this scene is 100% crap. And I've literally just trashed it. I, I, I didn't hit the delete button or delete the, you know, you know trash it or throw it in the trash, but I, I took it out of that scene. I was willing to cut it. And that's the problem with a lot of beginning screenwriters that, is that they work on a scene so hard and they won't delete it, delete that because their ego is so large. Their ego is just committed to it. And, um, you know, again, I've done that more than once. I've, when I'm edit wedding videos, I say, wow, this looks great. And then I let it go. I set it on the side and I would tell myself, that doesn't look great. And I would literally edit that wedding video over again. And it does, I do that over and over again because, again, I know for a fact things can get better. And that's just who I am. So, that was my first, um, I guess, interaction, I guess, or or um, adventure into a multi-level marketing company. And I never, ever, ever signed up for a multi-level marketing company in my life. But that was the closest I ever got. 
Now, the second multi, the, the second opportunity, which I had to set up with a multi-level marketing company, um, came through a very, very close friend of mine. And um, uh, th- this person uh, was, was extremely close to me. Really, I really cared about that person. And so they pitched me on what they were, what they were selling. Now, in this case, most, most multi-level marketing companies, as you will learn when I talk about ACN, they don't know much about their products at all. But in this case, they actually did in a certain way. The problem was their product that they were pitching was just a bunch of, a bunch of BS. So the product which they were pushing was human growth hormone that could be administered in, through a gel, administered actually through your skin. Now, I know a little bit about human growth hormone. Um, my, I myself, doesn't, I don't take it, but I've done a lot of research into it because I was just really curious about um, how you know bikers used it in the Tour de France. I was really interested in, in um, all the allegations that were kind of surrounding Lance Armstrong and, and the steroids that he took, not just one steroid, a lot of steroids, and the human growth hormone uh, that is uh, pretty much widely used throughout the Tour. When I say Tour, I'm talking about Tour de France. And when I say Tour de France, I'm talking about those cyclists that ride 100 miles per day for about a month. And I'll be honest with you, you have to be taking something to actually, you know, get through that race because it is, it is inhuman. Can you imagine that running, I mean, riding 100 miles per day, not just casually racing 100 miles and about half of those stages there, um, you have to race it uphill. 100 miles. Some stages, maybe about 50 or 80 miles, but still yet, it's not a walk in the park, and most people don't finish. So you have to know how to dope right, you have to know how to train right when it comes to doing the, the Tour de France, and I, I, and I have a feeling they still dope to this very day. So what did I find, find out about human growth hormone? Well, number one, it has to be chilled at a certain temperature, and uh, it, it, can't, it can't exist it really can't exist at room temperature at all, and it's extremely fragile. So if you were to take human growth hormone and spill it on the floor by accident, well, it's completely useless. You, and it cannot be because it can't be administered again through the skin. So again, putting human growth hormone into a gel, well, that was just 100% fake news. Now, my friend, you know, she was uh, very, very convinced that you know, human growth hormone could be, you know, you know um, administered through uh, the skin because the presentation that, the, that this company put through um, said that. They, they, created this, they created this presentation that said, well, human, human growth hormone does all of these great things, which they do. And then they said human growth hormone can be now, um, I guess, administered through the skin with their breakthrough technology in this gel. And again, that was 100% false. 100% false. Of course, you know, um, I didn't sign up for it, tried to tell my friend about it, and then um, she got really mad at me because, you know, again, when people are kind of committed to, to selling things and everything, they're, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're kind of, it becomes kind of like a cult, to be quite honest with you. If you get, if you get kind of deep into that, they get, very, they get offended very, very easily because, you know, that's kind of like, you know, their soul. They, they've kind of sold themselves on it. And if you don't believe in everything they're selling, well, it makes them feel stupid, especially if you tell them, well, I think your product is pretty much, you know, fraudulent, a bunch of BS. And that's kind of a character flaw of myself. Now, you know, I'm not out there trying to tell people things are BS or not, but I'll give them my honest opinion. Sometimes being a critical thinker 
works actually against you. Okay, so but but if you're wondering, I'm still very close friends with this person who tried to sign me up with the multi-level marketing. That person is no longer in that multi-level marketing company. They found out it was a scam. They're very happy that they didn't get too much involved with it, and their friends who were involved with they are also out of it because they also found out it was a scam. So again, I was right again. So. That's my. That's one of my adventures now with the multi-level marketing company. Now, just within the last week or so, another good friend of mine, you know, approached me with, uh, you know, listening in on another multi-level marketing company, and um, this company was called ACN, and they came to me, came to me with a pretty good pitch um, that maybe I could lock in my rates, um, my energy rates uh, for good, and this kind of interests me. So if they could pull that off and do that. I would be very, very, very interested. Again, I want to lock in my electricity rates because with Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe at the helm, and him cutting the you know the gas rates out there, energy is not going to get any cheaper. He wants us to be you know to go all on renewal, and um, you know like Obama, he wants electricity rates to go up so it'll force you to you know I guess uh, embrace green energy right now. Green energy may work. I don't. I think we're way behind of it, but that's for another debate. So again, this is uh, why I was very interested in listening to what they had to say. And again, you know, like I told you before, I'm willing to switch gears. I'm willing to. I, I'm. I'm willing to switch my. Um. I guess my entire stance 100. Uh, percent If I if I can be convinced, I I have an open mind. I have a very very open mind. By the way, if you're wondering, that's my Facebook message um, that went on. Um, <laughs> so that's not yours. That's mine. And I forgot to turn my cell phone on vibrate. I just did right now. So anyway, what I'm going to do is that I'm going um, to uh, cut the commercial. And then when I get back, I will be talking all about ACN and my multi-level marketing experience with them. Okay. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Okay, everyone, I am back. I'm ready to start chit-chatting about ACN. <laughs> oh, this music kind of matches it. This kind of matches my feeling about what's going on in my head right now because I, it's moving at one million miles per hour in every single direction. All right. I'm going to let this music kind of settle my soul right now. I want to kind of get into the mood. All right. That's good enough. I'm going to turn this down. So, again, just to repeat what happened, is that a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, actually, uh, uh, um, I guess, approached me with an idea to kind of lock in my energy rates, my utility bills, for forever. And uh, as you know, <laughs> Joe Biden has basically, you know, ruined America, and now everything. We're talking just not the price of energy. Everything is going up. I mean, the price of beef, the price of 
price of everything, I mean, even garage door springs are like going up. It's crazy. You know, I mean, I mean, every single thing you can think of, the price is actually going up. Even my, my guinea pig, the little, little doggy pee pads, those are up by $15. They were, I think they were up, like, I think they're at one time $25 and it's around, around close to 35 or 40, 40 bucks right now. It's crazy. So anyway, the price of everything is going up. So when I get approached with an offer, or the idea to lock in rates forever, that sounds pretty good to me. That sounds pretty good to me. I'm willing to listen. And just to repeat to what I said before, you know, even though I am kind of very much against multi-level marketing companies, I will still listen because, you know, there may be some gold. You know, the, the pitch that they have to me may actually, actually be lined with not only silver, but with gold. So I'm always willing to listen. Now, at the same time, while I listen, the gears are going on in my head. Now, partially because, again, I'm a screenwriter, right? So as a screenwriter, what am I listening for? Well, I'm, you know, because I'm trained to, to spot plot holes on a whim, that's kind of what I'm listening for, things that don't make any sense. And when I say plot holes, right, I mean that, you know, when you watch a movie and you say things, well, that doesn't really match. That doesn't really make any sense. Wait, wait a minute. That that just really upsets me. You know, why are they writing that in? I mean, things like, for example, you know, back in the 80s where they can pick a lock with a credit card. Now, you can't actually do that, but you saw all of them do that, right? You know, they take out a credit card, they pick the lock so easy. Then they take out their nine millimeter and they shoot an airplane out of the sky. Now, back in the 80s, you could do that because people really didn't fact check you too much. But again, here in the modern days, you can kind of fact check it, right? It's pretty easy with the internet. And again, that's what finding plot holes are. It's basically your mind, you know, critically thinking, fact checking what people are saying in real time. So, you know, I got on the Zoom call and there were some really good personalities involved. And um, there's one person out there um, who, who I guess was, I guess, that main person who was going to sell um, ACN to me, uh, they started to, you know, again, uh, pitch, uh, I think they started off their pitch with a video that I had already seen myself. Because before I went into this video, I did some research on ACN. Now, I didn't tell them that I did all this research in there because I wanted to come in there and to see, I wanted to see what they would try to pitch me on. So the first thing they tried to do is they tried to sell me on a video um, a commercial. I think it's a one minute long commercial that's available on their ACN website. And it's just filled with stock footage and promises of wealth, all right, from beginning to end. Um, and what does ACN actually do? Well, they say, you know, you can make money by um, profiting off, off uh, I guess, utility bills um, of your customers. Or your, or uh, let me try to phrase this. You can profit off of utility bills or essential services that your friends or slash customers uh, already pay for. So, for example, things like their cell phone, their their TV, their um, their utility bills. I mean, every single I, I guess bill that they pay if they sign up um, with the services through you um, through ACN. Uh, then you will actually profit a small percentage through every single bill that they pay. Now, that seems pretty good. So every time, so theoretically, every time they pay a cell phone bill, then you actually get paid. Every time they pay their cable bill, you get paid, pay for their internet, you get paid. Well, and, and you know, again, 
you're just making a, a several percentages here, there, here and there. But, you know, these little percentages do add up. Now, let's not forget that, you know, if you own a restaurant and you're making 1% to 2% profit, you're doing really, really good, okay? Restaurants, by the way, one of the worst investments, even though I'm saying that because I'm opening up a barbecue restaurant, but a lot of regular restaurants, the profit margin is really, really, really bad, 1% to 2% because the overhead is just so high. Now, again, what is ACN promising? They're promising you that you, you'll make between 4 to 20% on every single bill out there. So that's kind of, that kind of took me for a kind of loop there, right? I thought that was a little, little plot hole, but even then, you know, we didn't really get into that. So I, um, he, the, the host tries to play his video and he can't because his internet is too slow, which I find pretty interesting because if he's doing so well, right? If he's doing so well, why are you, why is your internet not performing that well? And everyone else on that, I guess on that, um, uh, I guess on that call, their internet was doing really, really good. Um, <laughs> so that didn't make any sense to me. And I kind of checked off on the red flag on there. I said, okay, I'll forgive him for the slow internet because he couldn't actually stream the video that he wanted. Uh, but even I already had seen that video, the B-roll clips. Another thing problem with that video, by the way, it had a lot of B-roll to it. This is a generic B-roll you can buy on iStock Photo. In fact, I saw some of that video on there. And, you know, how much do you pay for this video? You pay about like 100 bucks for a clip or maybe maybe eight bucks for a clip. Why couldn't they, you know, use real video, video footage? Just real video footage of real people working, real people paying their bills, real people that use ACN services. No, they didn't do that. They use 100% stock footage. That's not good. Not at all. You know, I mean, that means that company has something to hide because everything they, they're doing there is not real. It's not their customers. It's not a person actually paying their bill. Those are all hired actors. And that's just not an honest commercial. That's like, you know, completely fiction. So that's another like check mark on a red flag that I saw, right? And again, the biggest thing that I, that I took away from this entire meeting now was that when he started to um, start in on the, the PowerPoint presentation, and it was this, it wasn't a very long PowerPoint presentation, but it started to focus on a recruitment and how do you make money? And it was all about recruiting people, finding people and, and building, building up your team of people who would actually enroll in ACN. Not once did they actually talk about the services provided. Now, there was one slide that, um, that, uh, that, that actually featured the companies that they were partnered with. And this is one thing which I wish they would have actually spent a little time on. Now, here's the thing. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to um, talk about the companies that they're partnered up with. Um, ACN's partnered up with IDCO, um, DirecTV, DISH, which is another competing satellite company, Spectrum, that's your internet company, Zoom Energy. Zoom Energy is uh, an energy company based in Texas, but they're actually spreading around there. Um, Sphere, I have no idea who they are. Vivint, they do solar panels and also um, home security. Frontier, sales agent, I don't know who they are. Um, AT&T, we know who they are. And Flash Wireless, it sounds like they're also internet stuff too. So, Anyway, those were their compete. Those were their partners that they were actually partnered up with. So again, if you would sign up with ACN, then you could transfer a lot of your own bills um, to through ACN, and then you would maybe get a better deal, right? And and maybe you get a locked in deal, correct? So I thought that was pretty cool, but he didn't even spend 
I mean, any second describing the services of these companies that I just talked about. And that was a huge red flag up for me because, again, these are the services that ACN offers. These are the services. This is the reason why people will sign up for you because they can get a discount or locked in prices for the services that I that these companies provided that I just talked about, right? I mean, wouldn't it be great to lock in your energy and if you're like using Zoom energy to lock in that rate? But not once did he pitch me on that idea. Now my friend pitched me on that that idea, but he didn't pitch me on that idea. He was more about recruiting. And this is when, these are when all the red flags starting come, started to come up. Now, as we ended the, I guess, the, 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 um, the PowerPoint presentation, here's what he ended it with. He actually ended it with saying, now who is going to actually help out their friend and sign up under their friend? <laughs> instead, of, instead of talking about the services that we would provide, He's talking about now us signing up under our friend that just referred us instead of actually, you know, signing up because we want to lock in our prices on DirecTV, Spectrum, Zoom, AT&T, and so forth, right? That's a better sell. That's a much better sell. You know, I have friends and family who book my services, not because I'm good, all right, I'm a good guy, but because I'm actually good. They actually book my services because... My wedding company does good. I'm a good photographer. I'm a good videographer. They'll book my screenwriting stuff and want me to write things for them because I'm a good screenwriter. It's not because I'm a nice guy and and that they want to help me out. It's because I have the skills that they are looking for. And this, and I pushed him on this. So I pushed, I pushed back on this, on this gentleman there. And I asked him, well, I really asked him, I said, well, what type of services does Direct TV, like your Direct TV package offered that that really will save me money when it comes to Direct TV itself. Because right now, if you sign up with Direct TV, and they have this running special, by the way, uh, which I no longer qualify. That if you sign up now and you don't you don't have Direct TV, um, you can get free NFL Sunday ticket, which is really great, and you can get I think a few of the receivers actually for free. It's a really great deal. It's a really good initial uh, initial fee, and they also waive like installation fees and all those different types of, types of things, right? And I asked them, does the Direct TV um, packages on ACN are are those you know comparable to what is being offered on TV? And he couldn't answer that question. Instead, he pushed back and said, "You don't need to know about these services. You don't need to know about the products. If they want to, if your customer, if you, the person you're wanting to sign up, wants to learn more about it, they could just go to your website and learn more about it." That that did it, that really raised red flags about uh, with me. Now, now, why don't we just skip back to my friend who was trying to sell me on human growth hormone gel? At least in that case. They knew about their product. They even knew how to pitch it. Even though it was all fake and false, they knew how to pitch it. They knew the false story. They knew that, you know, they were so, they were calling themselves jellers and saying, hey, you know, if you put human growth hormone hormone on your skin, you can dose yourself with this and you're going to lose fat. You don't even have to, you know, watch your diet or anything. You just have to rub this on your skin, right? But again, at least they knew about their fake product. In this case, it's almost the opposite. ACN has real products, yet 
they don't know anything about their real products. And their real products are actually pretty darn good, right? AT&T, pretty darn good company, really good company, in fact. DirecTV, I love DirecTV. Vivint, okay, I have a little bit on the, on the, on, on the rope about, you know, you know, when it comes to Vivint. But then, you know, Spectrum, my internet right now is with, is with Spectrum. And, you know, what's funny to me is that, you know, why wasn't this guy signed up with Spectrum? Because his internet was so bad. And his Zoom call was just going in and out, in and out, in and out. It, it was uh, horrible. And, um, you know, he, it was, it was as though it was like his, his, uh, internet was slow and which, which, um, and I, I don't, I don't think he was actually using Spectrum or Flash Wireless because they're pretty good. I mean, Spectrum is really, really good. I have fiber optics going to my house with Spectrum cable. So, <laughs> you know, why wasn't he using it, right? Why wasn't he, wasn't, why wasn't he on fiber optics? So, anyway. Okay. So, and here's what here's what's what's interesting. So instead of answering my questions, right, they started to get very. He started to, to get very defensive about it, and instead of and what he did was that he got someone else on the phone on the Zoom call. Now it was really weird because it, it was as like they had these other people who were you know on standby that they could actually call, and I, I don't care if they're successful or not. I really don't. And, um, you know, he was telling this guy first came on the Zoom call and started pitching himself saying he has this many people, this many people under him. I don't really care. I want to know how your direct TV package is different from the one they advertise. Is it better? And if you're telling me I can save money with direct TV, if I go through ACN, you know, is it better? Like, how do you know I'm going to save money if it's not better than the package being offered on TV? I mean, it's a pretty legitimate question, right? And instead of offering that to me, I mean, instead of answering that question to me, this other guy who was talking from his car, um, he told me, well, he, 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 he told me this really funny thing. He, he said, he looked at my, because we were on Zoom, right? He looked at my shirt and he said, you know, Steve, I'm really into sports. I can tell that you're into sports and I really like that team. And I told him, what team? <laughs> and he says, I can see on your shirt, that's a sports team right there, right? The logo. And it was Franklin Barbecue. By the way, Franklin, it's not a, Franklin Barbecue is not a sports team. It's one of the top barbecue companies in Austin, Texas. And I said, I kind of told him, no, man, that's actually says Franklin Barbecue. It's not a sports team. Now that tells me this guy doesn't follow sports whatsoever because Franklin Barbecue's logo looks nothing like the Dallas Cowboys, Jaguars, Eagles or any type of sports team I know, I mean, the name literally says Franklin Barbecue on it. I'm not sure how he got that. And um, I think he was just, you know, trying to, trying to make a point here. But he, he starts telling me, he says, he says, okay, let me, I'm Steve, let me just ask you this. <laughs> if, would you want to own the sports team or would you want to play for it? And I told him, well, I'm not sure where this, where this is going, but I really don't, I really don't know how to answer that question. And, uh, I, I kind of told him what I kind of tell everyone kind of generically is that, you know, don't try not to go into a business that you really love because you end up, you end up hating that hobby. Um, and, and that's kind of my, my rule of thumb. Don't do exactly what you love. Uh, do what you really like to do. Um, again, I bro I've broken that rule a lot of times because again, I love barbecue and here, here I am going into barbecue. Um, you know, I love to write and I became a screenwriter, but a lot of times when you go into business, like, you know, if you really like you know, for screenwriting, I, I told myself, you know, don't work, don't work on the movies. 
or, or that you want, that you really like. So, for example, there was a TV show that, you know, that was called News Radio. And one of my friends was, you know, they told, they were actually offered me an opportunity, opportunity to write on there. But I said, no, I, I really don't want to write for News Radio because again, you know, I really like that show. So, um, again, that's one of the things. I mean, I just, that's one of my rules. But again, I just said that in jest, just to answer him. And I think where he was going was that it's better to be a player uh, or someone who works for a company instead of owning it. Because, you, you know, when you own a company, there's a lot of other drama that comes with it. And there's, there's a lot of truth to that. There's a lot of truth. But he still didn't answer my question. Now, here's the funny thing about it. Again, they were, these people were all about recruiting. So when my phone battery actually started to die at this point, and I was kind of like bummed that my phone was actually dying and I couldn't actually plug it in because I was had my, I had my, um, my ear, you know, microphone thing in. I wasn't on Bluetooth. I had my, my ear thing on, uh, my, the, the ear microphone on that was wired to my charging port. So I was only at 5%, 5% battery at this time. Why was my battery level low? Well, <laughs> that the, the night before I was watching the squid game and kind of binging on it on my cell phone before I fell asleep. So I watched maybe about four episodes um, right in a row. And I think that kind of ruined my battery. So when I woke up that day, I forgot to charge my phone. And I, I think I started that zoom call with about 15% um, energy in there. And you know, zoom uses a lot, a lot of battery. So anyway, um, when I ended, when I, uh, when I started to end that that uh, that conversation kind of abruptly, um, they they kind of pitched me one more time on on, on everything, and I, and I told them I told them this. I said, you know, uh, you know, multi level marketing works for some, and I told them about my friend who's a millionaire who's like you know over in Amway, uh, but I said it's not for everyone because you know you have to be a very very good recruiter. Like my friend and some like them, they're very, very good recruiters. And, you know, they don't know about their product, but boy, can they recruit, boy, can they sell and boy, can they pressure people into signing up? I can tell you that if I didn't have thick skin, I would have signed up. I would have been out with a lot of money. Um, but, uh, you know, they, I think they took offense to that. I think they really took offense to that. They, and they told me, you know, um, I, well, actually I, I told them, I really appreciate their pitch meeting and their sales effort, uh, but I really need to go. And then this one guy who was talking on the, you know, through his, at his, through his car, he told me, Steve, we're not trying to sell you or pitch you on anything. I'm like, what? I mean, really? This whole, I mean, you have a freaking PowerPoint presentation, you know, if you can't identify what the hell a pitch meeting is or a sales meeting is, you really shouldn't be in business. You know, stop trying to lie to me. I'm a freaking entrepreneur. I was going to tell him, I'm a freaking entrepreneur. I know the difference. You think I'm an idiot, right? Now... I had a lot of other questions for them. I wanted to talk about, you know, like like with any entrepreneur, I wanted to talk about how much cash ACN has on the books. What was their carry? What was their debt being carried forward? How did actually COVID affect them? Uh, how would they actually market their products really well? Because again, you know, and and I'll, I really wanted to to also know why was their PowerPoint presentation outdated? Because why is AT and T and Directv up on here? AT&T di- bought out DirecTV, and DirecTV's name is going to be retired, by the way, to be AT, uh, no, no, AT&T space TV. So DirecTV is not going to be marketed anymore. And uh, you know, I, I kind of like the name DirecTV, but again, AT&T and DirecTV, they're two different companies now, and they have them here as two separate companies on here, which is very, very strange. They're not. 
And why don't they say, hey, you know what? If you sign up with AT&T, you know, you also get, you know, here's the funny thing. If you sign up with AT&T because AT&T also owns Time Warner, you get HBO Max for free a lot of times, right? So I'm wondering, and on top of that, if you sign up with certain things, you also get DirecTV into that bundle. Now, <laughs> I was going to ask them, if I sign up with your package with AT&T, do I get HBO Max and DirecTV? Do I get all of those things bundled in, right? I, they still yet wouldn't know. But that package right now is being offered to new AT&T customers. Oh, also on top of that, if you don't have a phone, they'll give you an iPhone 13. How do you like that? That's a freaking freaking good deal. Now, do they know about that? I didn't ask them, right? But I'm pretty sure they wouldn't they wouldn't know about that. They wouldn't know about that. So, what can I say? What can I say? So, now what what are other questions that I have for this? Well, <laughs> when I Googled ACN, they had maybe, I think, a 1.5 star Yelp rating, and they have a lot of problems with there. And I, want, I wanted to kind of read out all of the Yelp reviews. I had printed out all of these different Yelp reviews. I wanted them to answer it. There are some things that, are, that really, really concerned me. Um, number one was the pending lawsuit that's actually going on with them. Do you know that Donald Trump is actually associated with ACN? Now, here's here's where here's where things get kind of like kind of kind of break my heart a little because Donald Trump, uh, while he was the the apprentice, he was actually pushing ACN as a great company. Now, <laughs> I don't remember them them pushing it, but he was actually allowing them to use his likeliness. Um, he actually had endorsed them. Um, and again, he was just a paid spokesperson for them who, who had, they had hired because again, when he was the apprentice, his show was number one. And then they had appeared to be on their show. And then the apprentice had, again, you know, they were just sponsors of the show and ACN. That was one of ACN's ways to market it. Now here's what's happening. A lot of people who signed up with ACN are losing money. They, they had lost a lot of money because again, it, you know, to sign up with ACN, I think it cost, back then it cost $4.99 um, plus a $25 monthly fee. Now it only costs $1.99 for initiation fee and $25 monthly fee. But there's a lot of people out there who lost a lot of money and now they, were, they, were, they, had, a, they had a class action lawsuit against not ACN, but Donald Trump because they said, oh, they followed Donald Trump's advice, right? Now, here's the thing, you know, celebrities, they endorse a lot of things out there. And a lot of times they don't do their homework. I don't think Donald Trump did his homework. You know, there's like people like, you know, advertising for pain medication out there, you know, advertising for nutri, you know, weight loss thing. I think, I think not, not Neutrogena. Why did I say Neutrogena? But you know, they have a lot of skincare products out there. And then, you know, if a person gets rashed from a skincare product, you're not going to go sue Holly Berry, right? You know, if a person actually gets like, you know, you know, you know, chokes on a burger, and McDonald's is, is out to have hired, you know, Michael Jordan to advertise for their burger. I remember that Michael Jordan and Larry Bird, they advertised him. And if, you know, someone chokes on the Mac Jordan, which was a great burger, by the way, you know, you're not going to sue Michael Jordan. But that's what they're trying to do to Trump because they're saying, oh, Donald Trump said it was good. And you know what? When we signed up, we lost a lot of money. Well, we got to sue, you know, Donald Trump. Well, again, this comes down to celebrity endorsement. This crap happens a lot of times. That's why even if they are endorsed by Donald Trump, I would say, hey, you know what? Still yet, pump the brakes a little. You got to do your own homework, right? It may not make any sense. 
not everything Donald Trump does is 100% legit. He is a flawed character. He's not perfect. He's not Jesus. Don't expect him to do 100% of the righteous things. Okay? You know? So, anyway. That's, that's one thing I really wanted to talk about. But again, my battery ran low. Now, what's my advice to you out there when it comes to multi-level marketing? <sighs> if you want to start a business... First of all, multi-level marketing is not for you, all right? If you're a good recruiter and you don't care about the product that you sell and you can sleep at night, basically, you know, you know, um, you know, kind of, kind of like selling a product, recruiting your family and friends on because that's what you're going to do, then multi-level marketing is for you. For the majority of us, we, feel, we all feel kind of guilty when it comes to recruiting our friends and family or, or even our customers because, again, it's, it's not, it, it feels very, I'm not sure how to describe the feeling, but it feels as though you're kind of like, you're not selling them a good, a good deal, right? And, uh, but if it was a good deal, then it'd be, you, you wouldn't requ- be required you know, to, to have a Zoom meeting with all these other people because it'll be, if, it's, if the product is so good, you can just tell them and say, hey, you know what? Sign up with this thing here because, and this is how it works. Here's, here, here it is right on paper. It's going gonna, it's gonna to do this and you're going to get like a free iPhone and everything like that. And it all works legitimate. Shoot, everybody's going to be signing up, right? I mean, damn, if I'm going to get a free iPhone 13 and I get HBO Max for free for life and I get a satellite TV thing all for free and I get it all through ACN, oh my God, everyone's going to be signing up, right? I mean, shoot, I'll sign up four or five times. But that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Why won't they tell us about their product? Hmm, big question there. I'm thinking because their product is not that great after all. They're, they, they're just partnered up with, with AT&T. And you know what? <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they have no say on whatsoever. Their deal is probably not as good as the one advertised on TV. That's my assumption. Now, to all of those who are just budding entrepreneurs and you, you're just sick of your nine to five job and you want to create some type of residual income out there, I would tell you what, there's really no such thing as pure residual income. Even the people who hustle, uh, who have these multi-level marketing companies and they're really good at it. My friend at Amway, who is a multimillionaire, <laughs> he hustles. He hustles. These people, these Zoom calls, these guys on Zoom, those guys hustle. They recruit, they hustle, they, they took the time out of their day to try to recruit me, right? Because they knew how important it was. If, because if by chance I would have bought into it, well, that's another like, you know, that, that, that's some money from them. And then if I were a really good seller, then I get, I would build a downline for them because they always have to be, be recruiting because people are always dropping out of these things, right? But again, Multi-level marketing is only good for people who want to recruit, people who are good talkers, right? And people who can sleep at night knowing that maybe you just, you know, sold your friends and family a bill of goods. And when I say bill of goods, I mean kind of a lie, all right? Now, how should you actually make money? Well, here's the thing. You, in order to make money, you have to learn a skill. If you want to become an entrepreneur out there, you have to learn a skill, now, you don't have to be the best at it, but you have to be pretty good at it. I wouldn't say you have to be even the top 10 at it, but you have to be just still yet better than average, all right? So as long as you're better than average, you can kind of make money on it. So here's the things that I'm just going to talk about myself a little while, the things that I know how to do. I know actually how to 
fix photos, touch up photos, how to make graphics, how to make logos. I know, I know how to make a website. I know how to write grants. I know how to write a screenplay. I know, I know how to write television screenplays. I know how to write speeches. I know how to write copy for websites, right? I know how to do those things. I also know my way around film cameras, video cameras, all those really good things. On other things, I know how to do barbecue. I know how to make a prime rib. I know how to make Caesar salad. I'm going to go down the list, right? All these different types of skills, I do better than average. In fact, I'm pretty darn good at the top of. I even know how to sharpen paper cutters better than the pros. I know how to sharpen knives a lot, time, a lot of times better than the pros. So, so what have I done for money? Well, I've sharpened, I've done every sing, I've made money out of every single skill that I just listed for you there. And there's more things out there. So as long as you're pretty good and, you, and you've leveled up your skills, you can make money. Now, is it residual? No, you have to work for it, right? And after you do one job, well, you know, you got to find another job. That's just the way it is. That's the way the gig economy works, right? Now, there is, now, if you ever want to get into the residual income things, there are ways to do that in a way. Like, for example, you can invest into really good stocks. You can invest into real estate, right? But again, you can't just leave your stocks, set it, and forget it. You have to watch it. You have to make sure the CEO that they've elected is a good one because a good company can turn bad. You know, regarding your rental comp- your, your, your rentals, right? You got to find a renter. You got to make sure. And you know what? When that renter calls and says, hey, you know what? Our toilet is pretty much flooding and all that. You have to go there and you got to get it fixed. You know, you have to be a good landlord. So again, you, you know, residual income, yes, but it still requires work. You know, again, you could be making money while you take a crap, but it still requires work, right? So again, how can you make some other residual income? Now, you can, you can own a franchise. One of my friends here in Hawaii, an old classmate of mine, a very, very pretty girl, by the way, and a very, very smart entrepreneurial girl. Her family owns the, the Popeye's franchise here in Hawaii. And, uh, you know, her and her brother, the brother, they took it to new heights. But even then, I see them, sometimes when I go into Popeye's to go order my food, I see them working in the back, making sure that things are really, really working well together. Now, they're making a lot of residual income. But you know what? <laughs> this girl and her brother, they're working very, very hard. So there's no, you really can't escape hard work. You really can't. And if you try to, right, if you try to be lazy with it, well, you know, your company is going to suffer. Your investment will suffer, right? If she didn't, if she wasn't hands-on that much, well, maybe the quality at these Popeye stores would actually suffer. You know, we here in Hawaii, we have KFC and Popeye's. The KFC franchise, those, you know, their chicken does not taste good. Yeah, the employees are not good. The employees suck. I go over to Popeye's, the employees are awesome. They're happy. Their chicken tastes good, right? And, and you, when you go in there, you get your chicken real quick. You don't have to wait for a line. You know, your drive through works so fast. It's awesome. KFC, you order a bucket of chicken, oh, about 15 minutes later, it's going to come to you, right? That's only here in Hawaii. I'm not sure how it is up in the mainland. So again, if you're not hands-on, you're going to be, you're going to find yourself with, yourself with some problems, right? So again, you know, what are, what are the tricks to like making more money or make, or getting to business? Level up your skills, you know, become a skills hog. Just hog as many skills as you can because you never know when these can come in handy. You never know. You'll be like a sponge, like soak up everything, right? And learn about everything. I mean, even with multi-level marketing, if you go into multi-level marketing, 
know about all the products that you sell. Be better than these guys. Like, for example, if you, if you decide that ACN is for you, all right, you know, again, look at all the, 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 the companies that are part of their part of their, their, their partners over here, right? DirecTV, Dish, Spectrum, Zoom, Vivint, Frontier, Flash Wireless, blah, 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 right? All of them. Learn about the products that they sell. Learn about that really, really well. Learn about what, how, what ACNs, I guess, what, what ACN would do to offer, what products they offer, you know, on behalf of those companies right there. You know, just, be, you know, you should be willing, um, able to answer the questions that I have and not get defensive about it, right? And if you can't do that, you shouldn't be in business. <laughs> All right, people. Well, that's all I have to uh, say about, you know, ACN right now. Oh, the verdict on it, my, personally, it's not for me, like I said, right? It's not for me. Um, is it for you? It may be, if you're a recruiter, right? If you like to, like, again, do all those things like I just listed from before. I would say for the majority of you out there, though, ACN is not for you. You should pass on it. You should do something much better with your life. You know, here, here I mean, I'm gonna, before I end it, I would tell you what, you know, going into business, working, it's really enjoyable. If you do what you like, not necessarily what you love, right? I don't love doing weddings. I don't love taking photographs. In fact, when I go on vacation, I, I really don't take a professional photo, um, camera with me. But when I'm working, you know, I really enjoy it. I love meeting the new people, right? And, you know, but again, you know, I know my I know my product really well. I know my services really well. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I'm not capable of, right? And that's what you have to know when it comes to running a business. And you're always learning. You're always learning about business. Just when you think you figured it out, and you tell yourself, I think I got it now. I think I really got it now. <laughs> and then the truth is, you really don't because businesses always keep changing. Now, you know, for my, um, for my company, um, Dream Weddings Hawaii, things have changed so much. Um, you know, before when I first started, we shot on film. Uh, we shot on these really big cameras. Uh, and they only can shoot 4.3 um, perspective. And we had to use tapes all the time. And those cameras were very, very heavy. Fast forward to the present. Now I can shoot a wedding video. I can even shoot a movie on the iPhone 13. How do you like that? I'm going, to t I'm going to tell you one story again before I uh, sign off here. So when I came back down from California and out of my company, Canoe Girl Productions, uh, we were hired out to shoot the Heineken commercial. And we were just hired out, not really to shoot the, uh, the commercial, but just hired out to shoot the B-roll. Now, again, I don't own any of my own big equipment. And I told my friend, um, I guess my partner and I, you know what, I want to shoot on one of these really expensive cameras. And I said, you know, I want to shoot on the Sony F FDW F900. And I want to use one of those Panavision lenses. And uh, Heineken was like, dude, we, we're all for that. Now, this camera is amazing because the only reason why I knew about it is because they shot, I think they shot The, the Last Jedi on these because um, George Lucas, he didn't um, really want to, um, he didn't want to shoot on film. So this, these video cameras were capable of shooting on film. So we got them down, we flew them down, we shot the 30-second Heineken, we, 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 shot, we shot like 30-second B-roll for the Heineken commercial, and uh, we laid the track down and everything, and it cost them about 20 to 30 grand, and you know, we didn't pay for any of that, you know, we built it to Heineken, and we made up some pretty good amount of money doing that, and it was really a lot of fun learning how to use those cameras.
Now, those cameras right there that we shot on, they shot at 24 frames per second at 720p, all right? 720p. The lens cost maybe about, I think, 500000 to maybe a million dollars if we were to actually retail it. The body of that Sony FDW900, I think, retailed at around four hundred dollars or $500,000. So right there on the dolly, <laughs> we, had, we had basically the price of a really nice house over in Kahala. Uh, that that we're pushing back and forth on this dolly. Um, <laughs> the iPhone 13 only costs $1,200 and it can outshoot that camera and it can fit in your pocket. That's where we are right now. That's how fast technology has changed. I think it's only been about 25 years. That's really fast. I I, I told everyone that, you know, one day we're going to be able to shoot every all these things from a phone that's in our in our in her pants pocket. No one believed me. And here we are. Here we are. All right, people, I am out of here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast and I will talk to you later. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ two movies that's bbq to movies yeah the to is not the number two by the way it is to like terrell owens so that's bbq two movies catch you around